you guys asked and you shall receive. Um, I sound a little bit groggy this morning. I did just wake up and the editing system that I had everything edited on prior, it actually crashed and deleted everything. So I had to redo everything for you guys this morning and I apologize. That's why I'm a little bit late on everything. But um, yeah, so I don't really know how these things start. I know people like to hear my name, my age, where I'm from. So, hello everybody. My name is Nicole Collins. <laughs> I'm 25 years old and I live in Calgary, Alberta. Um, fun stuff, eh? Pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, let's just get into it. You guys want to hear my life, my, uh, my story. So, let's go. Let's get into it. <laughs> you know those moments in life where you just think that everything's going to fall into place? Because you're working every waking minute that you have in your day to become successful, to become this person that you've made yourself out to believe that you're supposed to be because of the expectations of other people. That's currently what I'm going through right now. And if you're going through that too, you can stay and you can listen. If you're not going through that, hell, stay and listen. I don't care. Um... But that's what we're going to talk about today. And reason being is because the last eight years of my life, I've been living this version of myself where it's not actually who I am as a person. And it's tough. You know, it's tough living every day trying to make everyone else smile when you can't even make yourself smile by looking at yourself in the freaking mirror every day. Um, you put yourself down, you call yourself out for stupid things, you know, um, you're negative on yourself when you try to be the most positive person that you can be every single day. And sometimes it just doesn't work, you know? I've been dealing with it for eight years Eight years of my life, literally. I sit here every single day and I look back at those eight years of my life and I ask myself, what can I do or what could I have done to change everything? You know? And clearly, there's nothing. You know, like you can't go back, you can't travel back in time, change your life. You know? I had a kid at 16 years old, I was a teen mom. There was a lot of obstacles that I had to go through. And I think being a teen mom and having to live up to everybody else's expectation into being this perfect figure and perfect mother and perfect person at 16 years old really puts a toll on you. And it put a toll on me, and that's for sure. And that is for sure. It has put a toll on me for the last eight years of my life. And don't get me wrong, I love being a mother. I love being a mother. But I had to live up to expectations, you know? And other people's reality, when it's not even a reality. I look at those people and they're not even happy themselves, you know? And I want to build a life where I'm okay and I don't have to stress and I, I'm just living and I'm happy, you know? 
And it brings it back to living this lie that I've been living for the last eight years of my life. And I'm finally, I think, ready to share with everybody my story and what I went through to get where I am today. So like I said, if you want to stay, stay. If you don't, you don't have to, but I'm here. Anyway, all right, so I'm going to start with when I was 15, okay, because that's when basically everything started. That's a bit longer than eight years away, but that's fine. Um, so I'm just going to get into it. Um, I was 15, you know, I went to a school called Lethbridge Collegiate Institute, all right? That's what it was called. It was brought down to LCI, the acronym uh, for the school. So that's the school that I attended, and it was great. You know, I loved it. I loved my school. I loved my friends. You know, I had, I had friends probably more than I do now, but that's fine. And um, I had a good life, you know? Like, I lost someone really close to me when I was 13 who was another like figure in my life that I looked up to and the last the those two years dealing up to being 15 getting into a new school being grade nine whatever the case or no sorry not grade nine but grade 10 and just really like trying to be me you know because I felt like I wasn't myself anymore losing that person. And that's just how I feel. And it has been years to build up since then. And I'm happy that I've built up. And I'm happy that everything is going how it is now. But anyway, we're getting off topic. I'm 15. I'm in high school, grade 10. Okay, I had this class with my best friend Mandy, okay, and we've been best friends for 18 years, okay, we've been friends since we were eight years old from the after school programs that they hold off at whatever school that you went to. It was for children whose parents worked all the time and didn't have time for them. <laughs> just kidding. Um, and yeah, they would just hang out with us. So it was people hanging out with people's kids um, after school. And that's where Mandy and I met. So leading on into grade 10, Mandy and I had design studies together. And Mandy and I were the type of girls in school that we didn't care so much. I mean, we did, but we didn't. You know, like Mandy was very like outgoing and like out there and like whatever and things like that and like very awesome. And then there was myself where I, I was the same way, but I was very to myself also, and I was just, like, I didn't like drama. It just wasn't my thing, like, whatever, right? So a little bit different there, but, um, yeah, so we were in this class together, and we did well. You know, we were, honestly, I'm not going to lie, we were um, probably, like, a teacher's pet, and we would buy our teacher's muffins, whatever the case, and... At the time, there were these guys in the class or whatever. It just so happened to be that, you know. And I conversation started happening. And 
yada, 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 and so on and so forth, things happen. Um, yeah, so it was an interesting, interesting time. Um, I will say there's so many, there's two different stories on how everything happened on my pregnancy and whatever and how I got pregnant in high school. And the real one is just going to put it out there now. I'm 25. I don't need to lie anymore. I got stoned with this guy and my best friend and his best friend. And we all hung out. It was fine. They left the car. Things happened between me and this other person. And that's just where it ended. You know, they came back to the car. We left. Um, It was literally like spare of the moment type deal thing. Nothing from it. Weren't even together. It was just that thing. Um, Yeah. Stopped talking after that. And yeah, voila, I'm pregnant. You know, I'm, yeah, pregnant. I didn't find out until four months after. Um, I did have irregular periods so I didn't get periods for almost like two to three months at a time um, because of the birth control that I did take at the time which I did have to stop because of how irregular it was making everything so there we go haha I wasn't on birth control and there was no condom so there and there two teenagers fucking stupid and of course doing the deed in a car that's just known to get knocked up known to get knocked up and my dumbass being 15 no one fucking thought that it was gonna happen but it did so that's that and yeah um Getting the news out to everybody at such a young age was kind of interesting, though one reason why I even want, well, one reason why I thought I was pregnant is because my best friend said my tits were getting bigger, okay, and my tits, like, they were always small, like, I'm a small person, I'm even a small person now, no titties, no nothing, um, but when I was pregnant, they, like, oomph, it was, like, a month, like, my tits grew, or no, sorry, like the third month, my tits just like were out there and they're like, what the fuck? So they're like, you need to go like get a test done. And I was like, okay. And then I hadn't got the test done yet, but I went actually to my sister's house and um, I was wearing like a crop top kind of, not really, but it was just showing my stomach because I was wearing more like low riding pants. Um, and she noticed a line from my belly button to basically my fucking vagina. And she's like, what the fuck? And she lift my shirt up and she's like, what is that? I was like, what is what? Because I'm stupid and naive. I'm 15. I don't know what the fuck a line means from a belly button to a fucking vagina. I barely finished sex ed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, <laughs> this is fucking funny. Um, so yeah, she's like, oh my God, you're fucking pregnant. I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yeah, you fucking are. And I was like, oh, great. So my friends and my sister, we all ended up going to the sexual health center. They ended up meeting us there. They walked into me crying because obviously I was pregnant. Did not know what to think. Did not know what to think. Did not know what to think in that time. I thought that I was either going to get thrown down a flight of stairs, I was going to be driven to a hospital, whatever the case may be, I was going to get like killed. Like I don't know, like my mother, my father would have killed like killed me. You know, that's like the first thing you think is 
everybody's going to be so disappointed in you and whatever, you know, and although it's like that for some others in this world and I feel for them and I'm super sorry that there are people that have to go through that in their life, but you know, it just, it happens and I'm there for anybody who does go through that. But for myself, when I did tell my, my family, it was hard. It was hard. They were upset. They were disappointed. Um, but you know, they, they really just looked at me and they're like, well, how far are you? And they realized I was too far to really do anything else about it. And I mean, if you're pro-life, that's amazing, but there's people untitled to other opinions as well. Um, and that's just that. So I chose not to go with an abortion. Obviously, um, I was 18 weeks. I just felt like it wasn't good to do that. Um, especially at 18 weeks for myself, it's a little bit different, um, between like six weeks compared to 18, you know, it's a big jump. Um, so yeah, I chose to go through the pregnancy and everything like that. Um, my family was very supportive eventually. Um, although they were still disappointed in me, they were very supportive and everything was great like that. Now getting into telling the father of the child, um, there's really not much to it. You know, every guy is going to be like, well, is it even mine? Well, yeah, it, it was because you were basically the first person that I did anything with in my life that was sexual, um, at least sex and without a condom. So I'm pretty positive it's you. Um, But yeah. So, oh, too, he didn't believe me at first, which is fine. I mean, like lots of guys don't believe if, especially if it's like a one night thing, right? So I understood like his frustration and why he was getting pissed off and like being kind of like defensive in that sense, because like no 18 year old wants to be a fucking dad. Like, no 18-year-old, no 16-year-old. And I know that sounds crazy and it sounds, like, mean, but it's not. Like, it's true. Like, no teenager wants to be a fucking parent at that age. You know, you want to go to school. You want to go to college. You want to get your life together first before you start doing all that stuff. And that's what I wanted to do. And it didn't happen for me. So I was like, you know what? This is my doing. I'm I'm not disciplining myself, but I'm going to not suffer the consequences, but I'm going to deal with them. And I did. And yeah, that's that. We talked about it. He saw that I was actually pregnant and I felt extremely horrible because he ended up dropping out of university. And that was the last thing I wanted for him was to ruin his dreams because I was holding his child and we weren't even together, you know? Um, but he did anyway, he ended up getting a good job and stuff like that. And he stepped up and I appreciate him for that. So yeah, I'm not going to say names just because it is a private thing in my life. If they feel comfortable with me ever saying their names in the future of these videos or these little podcasts, um, that we have here together when I just talk to you guys, um, yeah, then that's fine. But for now, um, I'm just, I'm extremely grateful, um, that he wasn't 
one of the ones that completely just like said screw you whatever because there's guys out there like that too so yeah but anyway guys that's it for part one of my life my story um I've just, I've opened my eyes a lot and I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. I'm excited to hear if you guys want to keep listening or if you want to hear part two. So if you want to hear part two or anything like that, you know what to do. You can like, you can follow um, on SoundCloud, Spotify, and I'm going to figure out Apple Music, but right now it's just going to be those guys. And yeah, so... Have a good day, y'all. And, oh, right. It is actually, oh, my goodness. I can't believe I forgot this. It's International Women's Day. So, for any of you beautiful women listening, happy International Women's Day. You all are flawless. You are all beautiful. I love you guys so much. And bye. Peach.